What is up, everyone? This is the 1212 Nutrition Podcast, and it is our goal to enhance your human experience through lifestyle-based nutrition. This is episode three, and during this episode, I want to talk about adherence tools. Uh, the first couple episodes, we talked about habits. We talked a little bit about calories and protein. Now I want to talk about how do we take that information, how do we take those fundamental aspects of nutrition, and how do we create consistency around that? I think a common pitfall for a lot of people is they get some some key principles, they get some good information, but because society has sculpted us and kind of, um, I guess like society, especially like nu- mainstream nutrition, has has this like secret effect, right? It's like you're missing the secret exercise, or you're missing the secret diet, you're missing the secret food, you're missing the secret this, 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 that we think that we're missing something, when in reality, guys, what it takes is it takes fundamental principles with consistency. And so what I want to do is I want to shift your focus from like, what else am I missing? What else do I need to do in order for me to be successful, in order for me to reach my goal? And I want to shift that focus to asking these questions. How can I be more consistent with my habits, my protein, and my calories? How can I do that more consistently over the next three, four, five, six, seven, even eight months rather than just looking inside of like a 10 to 15 day uh, time window, okay? And this is where the adherence tools has a, has a huge um, effect. And I know for myself personally, for people that I've worked with in the past, uh, these things are what's going to create sustainability and what's going to create an actual lifestyle with nutrition instead of just another 30-day diet, okay? So I want you to start shifting your focus towards how can I make this more enjoyable? How can I make this more simple? How can I make this more sustainable? The first thing I want to talk about, guys, before we start jumping into the hacks and some things to help with that process is the, the why behind why we're doing this, okay? The why behind adherence tools. I want you guys to have a structure. If there's nothing else uh, as a nutrition coach, my main goal is I want you guys to have a structure. I want you guys to have a nutrition system that makes you always feel like you're on track. I know I say that a lot, but it's so important. It's so incredibly important to have a nutrition lifestyle where you always feel like you're taking one step forward closer to your goal is the absolute key. Because the reality of the situation is that's why most diets fail. They have this crazy structure. They have this meticulous things you have to follow that doesn't allow life to happen. There's no ebb and flow. And so, you know, inevitably when you feel like you're off track, then it's like, okay, what's the point? How am I going to stick to this? And then that's when you take those steps backwards. That's when you jump off the bandwagon. That's when you go into these fad diets and these crazy restrictive nutrition schemes, really. Um, And... You guys, the bottom line is if you don't have a system that you can stick to, it creates this thing called cognitive dissonance. It's inside of your mind. It's basically when you have your values and kind of what you're going for in your actions, right? They don't match up. There's a divide. There's a little bit of a gap there. And it creates this this dissonance. That's what it's called. And it allows, I mean, it, it uh, creates this like a negative emotion with what you're doing. And that's what creates that inconsistency. So the more you got, you, the more your values and your system and whatever you're going for can align with your actions, the more successful you're going to be. Okay, that's why it's so important to have this system because you're always taking a step forward no matter what life throws at you. All right, 
So um, I'm going to try to put this into like a 10, you know, 15-minute podcast. It's obviously a lot to talk about, so I'm not going to hit on every single aspect. I'll probably do, you know, a two-part podcast with this one. But I want to give you guys the kind of the founding principles and some like key ideas to think about when it comes to creating adherence around your calories and protein. All right? So the first thing is, uh, I talked about in episode one, but it's your habits. If you're on the Nutrition Jumpstart, those are programmed into your app every single day. That is the most important thing, guys. That is built, that's put in your app, that's built inside of the Nutrition Jumpstart for a reason, all right? It's, it's based around protein, water, and vegetables. If you guys are sticking to those habits, you're creating consistency with those habits, that's automatically going to increase your adherence when it comes to calories and protein because it's going to help your calories go further. You're going to be more satisfied, you're going to be more hydrated, and you're going to eliminate those nutrient deficiencies, all right? So keep hammering those keep understand that that is the key for long-term success um so still like have a lot of um i guess uh, emphasis and, and importance placed on your habits all right the second one i want to talk about guys is it's a really like fundamental aspect and i struggled with this one for multiple different years because i never really understood the importance of it um, but getting older, I do understand like, guys, this is so important. Precision nutrition talks about this a lot, but it really involves mindful eating and eating slowly. All right. Now I know it sounds super cliche and it's like, okay, whatever, whatever, but it is super, super important because it allows time for your mind and your gut to connect. All right. Um, and especially with fast paced lifestyles and just like people in general, you, you, you look at most people, right. And they never take the time that they need to, to set aside eating you know, compared to all these different things. So for example, some people will eat as they're working. Some people will eat on the run. Some people will eat in the car. They never have this mindfulness when it comes to their eating habits. So I just highly encourage you guys to set aside even five, 10 minutes for each meal just to be away from the TV, to be away from your distractions and eat slowly and be mindful of what you're eating. Allow that time um, for, for your brain to connect with your microbiome, which is basically your gut health. All right, it's going to be incredibly important. And then um, along with that, guys, I mean, it's, it's probably one of my favorite aspects, but it's called preloading, okay? And what preloading is, is it's essentially putting your habits, your protein, your micronutrients, which is your vegetables, in your water, intentionally loading that early on in the day with the first couple meals that you have, okay? Number one, what this is going to do, guys, it's going to, uh, it basically, you know, allows you to hit your habits because you're placing the importance on that first. You're doing that right away in the day. You're hitting your water, you're hitting your protein, you're hitting your vegetables. And number two, by the, by the, you know, mid afternoon, late afternoon, late afternoon or e evening or early evening, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, that's funny. It's your, your system is full of water and micronutrients and fiber and protein. So it's going to help you either eliminate those cravings that come later in the night or eat in moderation, better eat in moderation, have that 20% of your calories from the foods you enjoy, and then just stop there. All right. Because your system is going to be preloaded with all of those nutrients. And I know for myself, when I don't do preloading, um, I can tell the difference when I have those 20% foods or I have those sh foods a little bit higher in sugar, you know, maybe the foods most people don't deem uh, healthy, I guess, quote unquote healthy earlier, earlier on in the day, then it becomes um, a lot more challenging to eat my habits or eat my protein, my micronutrients, my water later on in the day. And I'm more susceptible to, you know, either 
binge eating or overeating my calories or you know having more um, treat foods. So I just highly encourage you guys to preload. I think it is you know an absolute hack. It's an amazing tool to use. All right, after preloading, guys, it, it really comes down to okay, I have X amount of calories okay to hit. How can I make that the most enjoyable as possible? And just logically. You want to go for foods that are lower in calories, but provide a lot of food. So we call these high volume foods. All right. So um, like salad would be a great example of a high volume food, relatively low amounts of calories, but you can have a huge salad for like 300 calories. Right. Um, so like taking that idea and shifting it to all these areas of nutrition. So for me, low calorie foods, hacks, those types of things, I look for those when I go into the grocery store. It's going to be completely individual. You know, what satisfies me might not necessarily satisfy you, but a couple of them, just to kind of name off the top of my head, um, popcorn, right? Smart Pop Popcorn has these little packages. For 100 calories, you can get a decent amount of popcorn. And so for me, if I have one of those after my meal or if I have it at nighttime as I'm, you know, watching TV or something, I feel like I'm enjoying life and being able to snack on something and I can have one to two bags of those popcorn and only eat one to 200 calories. All right. So take that idea and just like try to find these hacks in the grocery store that are going to help you hit your calories, but you also make you feel like you're not missing out on life. All right. So for me, popcorn, uh, low calorie wraps, you know, Greek yogurt, sparkling water, Zevia, coffee, those types of things, you guys can be sipping on that, you can be drinking that and not consuming high amounts of calories. It's going to help you feel like you're eating a lot of food uh, without actually having to consume a lot of calories. And it's going to keep you more consistent with your calorie and protein ranges. All right. So just something to think about. That's just kind of a brief overview of some hacks that I use. But the real reason why I wanted to do this podcast is I wanted to talk about something called nutritional periodization. It's also known as calorie cycling. But it is, in my mind, it is the shift from just a 30-day diet to a nutritional lifestyle. Because what it does, guys, is it allows you to look at your nutrition through a weekly and monthly window instead of the day-to-day. When you view nutrition that way from a weekly and monthly window, it allows you to look at the long-term. And then you're going to be making choices that help you develop a long-term nutritional lifestyle, if that makes any sense. So in regards to nutritional periodization, that deals more with fat loss than any other goal. When it comes to muscle gain and recomposition, you're not going to face the same barriers or the same problems that you face when you enter a caloric deficit, when you enter a fat loss phase. All right, There's certain things that happen metabolically and mentally and physiologically um, inside of your body in a fat loss phase that do not happen when you're in a recomposition or a muscle gain phase. So this nutritional periodization, this calorie cycling is mainly for fat loss goals. Okay. What this does is it basically segments your nutrition. Okay. So you have your targets, right? Ideally for fat loss, the gold standard is anywhere from 500 to 700 calories below your calorie maintenance level. If you're on the nutritional jumpstart, your targets or the target that I set inside of your app for your calories is anywhere from 500 to 600 calories underneath your caloric maintenance number. Okay. So for example, if I'm on the nutritional jumpstart and my calories are set at 1600 and my goal is fat loss, then my caloric maintenance number is 2,100 calories, all right? 
So I'm going to refer to your maintenance number as that 2100 calorie mark. That's also known as a refeed day. A maintenance day and a refeed day, are, it's the same thing. Okay, and so what this does is it segments your nutrition between your targets, right, and your maintenance and refeed days. So when you look at a weekly split, there's a couple different options that you can choose. All right, before I jump into it, I want to preface with this. You do not have to use this nutri nutritional periodization, this calorie cycling right off the bat, but it's a good idea to understand these concepts and keep them on the back burner for later, you know, later in your nutritional journey. If you are eating your calories, you're hitting your calories, you're hitting your protein, and it's not difficult. It's pretty easy, right? Don't switch anything up. Just keep being consistent with that. The longer you stay in a caloric deficit, though, the more hungry you're going to get and the more, you know, the, the more barriers you're going to face, the more you're going to have to rely on this calorie cycling from a hormonal standpoint and just from a lifestyle standpoint, all right? So I just want you to take this information, keep it on the back burner. If you're hitting your calorie numbers and it's difficult and you want to enjoy life a little bit more, keep these ideas fresh right now and choose the, uh, the split that's best for you. All right? So let's start with the 6-1. 6-1 is basically six days where you're hitting your target. An example I talked about previously it would be that 1,700 calorie mark, right? I'm hitting 1,700 calories every single day. This is my caloric deficit, okay? So that's six days out of the week, and then I have one refeed day or one day where I can go up to maintenance levels, which would be 2,200 calories in that example, all right? So this is a great option for people that like to go out on Friday nights or like to go out on Saturday nights and like to go to social outings and go out to eat with friends. They can have that day where they eat more calories, but they're still consistent with the other six days, all right? It's not taking a step back. It's allowing life to happen and it's always feeling like you're on track. So the 6-1 split is very popular. I highly recommend it for people like that like to go out on weekends. Um, along the same lines is the 5-2. The 6-1 and the 5-2, probably the most popular ones. These are the splits that I would recommend right off the bat. 5-2 is five days where you're hitting your targets a week. All right, and then two days where you're eating up to maintenance or eating refeeds. All right, so this would be a great um, option for people who like to go out on Fridays and Saturdays, like to go to those social outings, you know, those, those meals with friends, or maybe they go somewhere for the weekend and they have those extra calories to play with, all right? And they get back on Monday and they stick to their targets. Um, that's a great option as well. So I would highly suggest the 6-1 or 5-2. There's another one called 4-3, but that's more for people that are getting extremely, extremely lean. Maybe they only have about five pounds left to lose and pretty low body fat. They've been in that caloric deficit for a long time, um, but it's four days where you're hitting your, your targets and then three days where you're eating up to maintenance levels. So three, three refeed days per week. All right, and the last one is the reactive. Now, this is the one, if you're doing really well right now and you're hitting your calories and you're hitting your protein and it's not a problem, reactive, uh, reactive refeeds would be a great option. That's basically what you do is you just react to life. You go every single day, you hit your targets, you keep hitting your targets, and then when life gets in the way, when something happens, when something comes up, when you get invited to go somewhere, you have that option to take that refeed day during that day or during that weekend, whenever it happens, okay? And you just, reactive, just react to life and have that little bit of margin in your nutrition. Um, and you have some extra calories to play with. You're still taking steps towards your goal, all right? So that's kind of the weekly viewpoint. 
Now the monthly viewpoint is similar, but obviously we're looking at a longer timeline, right? So the first one I talk about is the three one. This is great for people that are going on vacation or maybe they have like a holiday coming up or something like that where they're gonna be traveling for a while. Um, this is three weeks where you're hitting your targets every single day, followed by one full week at maintenance or at refeed level. Okay, so you have those extra calories for over the holiday or over your vacation. There's another one called the 6-1 split, which is six weeks, or the 6-2 split, excuse me, which is six weeks in a uh, caloric deficit, six weeks where you're hitting your targets, followed by two full weeks at refeed or maintenance levels. That's great if you're taking a longer vacation or something happens. Um, and then there's one called the Matador. This is really highly researched. This one is extremely effective, but you have to have a lot of patience with it, okay? Now, again, I would kind of suggest this one for people that are very close to their goal and they're looking to get extremely lean um, and they have the patience for it, okay? But basically what the Matador split is, it's where you go two weeks in a caloric deficit or two weeks hitting your targets followed by two full weeks at maintenance refeed levels. And that one has just been shown to basically you maintain more muscle mass uh, during your um, fat loss transformation. And so thus you are losing a higher percent of fat from the weight that you're losing. And it's just, it's just been extremely successful in studies. It just takes a lot of patience. And then the last one, guys, is just the reactive, right? Keep hitting your, you know, your targets week by week by week until life gets in the way, something happens, and then you need to take maybe a couple days or a week where you go at refeed levels. That's okay. And I think it's really important to talk about for fat loss goals to understand that a refeed is not a step back. When you go over, you know, two, three, four hundred calories over your target, so you're around that maintenance level calories, you have to understand that that is not a step back towards your goal. All that's simply doing is just kind of refeed refilling the gas gauge, right? Just refilling the gas tank. Um, kind of, it's a little bit of a mental refresh. It's getting you, giving you more energy for the gym, more glucose for performance. You, you can't have any guilt or shame associated with those refeeds, guys. That's extremely important because if, if you feel like you are stuck, you're married to your calorie number and something happens, that's when we go back to that whole discussion about always feeling like on, always feeling like you're on track. If you're so married to the number and something happens, you know, then you feel like, oh my gosh, I messed up. I went over a couple hundred calories. And the bigger scheme of things, guys, that's that nothing happened. Nothing happened when you look at fat loss from like a from a, um, a scientific standpoint. Nothing happened. But it's that mental. That's that mental block of like, I was trying to hit this number and it didn't work, and now I feel like off I'm I'm off track and I'm a failure and whatever, whatever. Um, I just highly encourage you guys to have that flexibility within your mind to understand that I'm trying to hit these numbers. But if I go to my refeed, if I go to my maintenance once in a while, it is not a big deal. I'm still taking steps towards my goal, all right? So that's what the nutritional periodization is, is that's why it's there. It's for you to always feel like you're on track, regardless of a social event or a vacation or a holiday or a birthday, whatever's happening, guys, you can always be taking steps towards your goals and understand that underlying principle, what I'm talking about, because that's going to be huge when I talk about the lifestyle transition. Basically, once you get to your goal, how do we kind of ebb and flow or how do we wean off of tracking calories and become more of a, you know, a lifestyle sustainability thing? Um, that is 20 minutes. <laughs> I didn't know that went that long, but I will stop there. I will talk a little bit more about this in the upcoming podcast, but I wanted to kind of um, wet your palate with some of these concepts. 
All right, guys, I will be coming back next week with some more content. Stay tuned. Thanks so much for listening to the 1212 Nutrition Podcast. If there's anything else we can help you with, don't hesitate to reach out. You can find us on social at Sundown CrossFit. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. If you have any specific questions, you can also email us at info at 1212fitness.com. Until next time, your best is yet to come.